0: so good morning to all of you how nice thank you very much so when i first um started practicing buddhism it was in zen and zen practice has a lot of forms a lot of ritual and some of those involved bowing lots of bowing i once counted how many times i bowed before nine o'clock in the morning when I was in the monastery and I think it was like 54 times. And um, and I came gradually to appreciate the gesture of Anjali in, sen- in Sanskrit or in Japanese gasho, of putting the hands together, flat together, the palms together, and then bending, bowing over a little bit and it's, it's a greeting it's a gesture of gratitude, it's a gesture of respect, sometimes of reverence. Sometimes it's a, <clears throat> it's a gesture of surrender. Uh, like, okay, uh, okay, well, in that case, then we bow. But there's something very, but this joining of the hands together, palms together, the right hand touches the left, the left hand touches the right. And in the middle between them, there are the sensations. And sensations are shared by both hands. And one hand creates the sensation in the other. And the awareness of those sensations is kind of the bridge between the two hands. So in when we practice mindfulness, we have these two sides of who we are. We have the body and we have the mind. And then we have the place where those two meet. And I like to think of them as meeting in this, like with breathing, with the sensations of breathing, with our sensations in our body, with our body, in the sensations in the body. With our emotions, there's kind of a meeting of the body and the mind there as well, if we feel the emotions in an embodied way. And awareness is the bridge. Awareness is the connection. And we're practicing that place where the mind and the body meet. We want to have them meet each other and be connected. And and I think of it as a respectful, maybe even a grateful thing to do, to have the mind and the body meet. Sometimes we emphasize the body side of it, the sensations. And some people practice awareness in the body side of things, feeling their experience, a very sensate way of experiencing knowing other times we emphasize the mind side and the mind side has to do with the the recognition the clear knowing of what it is so if i have my hands touching the body side is to feel the sensations in the hands the mind side is to feel pressure contact smoothness warmth and to really know that that or hands touching. <clears throat> so the mind has this ability to recognize in such a way that if we wanted to, we could put words on it. And Sometimes the word help with that recognition of what it is. Some people, some individuals in practice are more the sensei type and the way they practice awareness is more on the body side of things. Other people are more a little more on the mind side, and what comes alive and is very meaningful for them is the clear recognition, the knowing side, that kind of more the cognitive awareness of what is there. But either way, the idea is that in that we're meeting, and awareness is as the meeting of all these things, the mediator. If you're aware in a sensory way, sensate way, if you feel the sensations, that's the feeling, but the awareness that you're conscious of the feelings is the awareness. If you know cognitively, like clearly recognize warmth, when it's warm hands touching, that's great and there's an awareness that you know that now you recognize it as warmth. Awareness both is there for the experience and awareness also kind of understands how we connect to it. Uh, <clears throat> now I'm sensing, now I'm recognizing. Awareness is both the bridge and awareness is the container that holds the practice. It's the mediator, it's the meeting place, It's the so much with awareness. And I would like to think of awareness as half the practice. On one hand, half the practice is our experience, and the other half is the awareness. And so what we're trying to do, what we're doing in mindfulness as well is being mindful of breath, body, emotions, sounds, thoughts, When the time is right and you're settled and quiet enough, we also can become aware that we're aware, and to be aware of aware, to just in some modest way doesn't have to be dramatic or allows us to notice if we're being aware with baggage, if we're bringing with us attitudes and efforts that are extra, not really needed. So that can be in all different ways that awareness plays itself out. If you're a sensei type person, how you're sensing and feeling, is it just simple sensations or are you luxuriating in the sensations? Or are you tightening up and getting tense around the sensations? Is there resistance or is there eagerness? If you're more of a on the mental side, the knowing side of it, do you know in an easygoing, equanimous way? Or is a knowing fast and furious? there, there's a fast and furious school of mental noting. Like faster the the better. It's usually not a good idea. um, Or are you kind of pouncing on the experience with your knowing? Do you have a strong sense of of, uh, hesitation, feeling that I'm not doing it right? One of my general approaches to the practice for years, was whatever happens to me is not the real thing. Whatever is happening to me in practice, is doesn't really count. So even if I had good things happen in practice, I wasn't wasn't really the thing, whatever that thing was. So that was an attitude I carried with me all the time. Some people carry the attitude that's embedded in their awareness. I'm not good enough, I can't do this or I'm great, I'm the best. I'm like really on top of this. And we carry with us attitudes, we carry with us beliefs, we carry with us desires and aversions in how we're aware. So as we can become aware of this awareness side, how we're aware, how we're being mindful we can also start becoming aware of how we're aware. Not just that we are aware, but how are we aware? Is it aggressive? Is it desperate? Is it held back? Is it lazy? Kind of, we're not really into it. It's kind of a duty. So I guess I'll do it. I'll get around to it. I have 45 minutes, so I'll get around to it. So what's, what's the attitudes that come along? And one of the things that we're moving towards is an attitude of just simple, clear presence. Almost, almost as if we're freeing ourselves from all attitudes. Just like we cl- uh, clean the window windshield of all the dust So that the awareness, the knowing has a clarity to it, has a kind of a certain kind of emptiness in it. The emptiness that allows things to be clear and emptiness that has room for each thing we know to be itself without our preferences interfering. The awareness becomes more spacious. Because it because. We're not defining it. We're not using it in a way that limits it. There's no boundaries to the awareness. It just feels open and available, present. So as we practice this next sitting, at some point, I'll, I'll guide you a little bit, but it you, I might not be at the right time for you. But at some point in the sitting, you might, Give some attention to how you're aware. And maybe for now, all you have to do is to know that know how know the how you don't have to fix it. Just be really clear. Oh, that's how I'm aware. And kind of hold that be with that feel that and see what shifts, what, is, what changes without you being the agent of change. So to take a comfortable, alert posture, And